You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides, your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good nights, guardian. Good nights? Good night, guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. We took a break, and I'm a little rusty. This is episode 51, recorded January 2nd, 2020. It is the first recording of the new year. Our topic tonight is going to be the update to the Dawning Delights lore book. And our new and improved cast is Elemis, Tyven, Mrs. Hyven, and Orchid. I don't normally say it like that. We introduce normally. I, I'm i reading my notes, you guys. I had just hoped you were going to go for a, <laughs> a second take on your first fail. but Nope, I like it. We're no. just going to keep it. This Leave is fine. It. It's yeah. Thursday. Who cares? Anyways. <clears throat> We've been professional up to this point. I know that I joined right? and everything went downhill. It hasn't. I don't think it's ever been your problem. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> Nothing. Babe. Anyways, you're so professional. I'm gonna roll right into this, so Elmas can't even edit it out. I'm your host tonight, Mrs. Hyven. I am Elmas. This is Hyven. And this is Orchid. All right. And as uh, we're adding Orchid in, I just want a real quick shout out to everyone's Twitter handles and. Uh, that is an office pun in case anyone was missing it. So you can find us as a podcast on Twitter at Guardians underscore Lore. You can find me at Mrs. Mrs. underscore Hyven. Orchid is at Hey, it's Orchid. Elemis is a weird spelling of Elemis. So if you're struggling, just go go look at Orchids or mine or the, or the podcast. It's Lee. It's weird. It's like three L-L-1-M-I-S-7. Toki. So it's Lee. type that in. <laughs> and Hyven's at Hyven714 but he rarely checks his Twitter so if you want to get in touch with him yeah, I, don't, I didn't agree to, uh, to this you didn't say you were going to give out Twitter handles we're doing it care. now it's a thing I would like yeah. mine removed please because I don't oh actually use it I don't even have it activated but people at you and you I just know. miss it I, and that's why I told you not to tell them because now they're going to feel left out because I'm never going to respond to them well, then go at him in our Discord channel, which you can find on um, our Guardians of Lore Twitter or in the notes attached to this episode, I do believe. Yep. Um, that's that's Elmas's domain. And um, let's see. Got a little off track here. You can email us, guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Um, if you don't believe we read emails, go back and listen to our Not Our Speculation episode. That is proof that we read those suckers. So send them in or just hop on the Discord and we can all spin foil together. And actually, speaking of, we have another one from ARF that we need to actually look at. Well, not right this second. No one's prepared for that. No, I'm not. No, exactly. Gersh darn it. Oh, my goodness. I'm just letting Do you see you... the kerfuffle you caused us, ARF? JK, we love you. I'm just letting um, everybody know, that, and especially ARF, that we haven't forgotten him. We could never forget Arf. We love Arf. And for some reason, he loves us. Right. I wonder sometimes why he loves us. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Right. All right. But you guys, if you love us like Arf loves us, you can leave us a review. Um, Arf left one on Podbean, which I didn't even know was a thing with reviews. So that was cool to find those. 
Um, but you can also leave it on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast slash Google Play if that's a thing. Don't think Spotify lets you leave them. So if you feel like you're just missing out because your platform doesn't let you leave them, you can message us again on our Discord through Twitter or via our email. We like to hear from you guys. Um, you can also find our info at thelorenetwork.com. And that's alongside many other impressive lore content creators. And um, we're trying to work on getting a few more things up um, <clears throat> as we continue trying to expand. So, yeah. Oh, also, additional podcast news is shirts. Yeah, it is. Because I'm confident in the last shirts that came in. And we're just waiting to see how the new one comes in. So, the only um, news is we're trying again and they're still not ready. <laughs> no, no. The second ones came in pretty good and the third one should be coming in soon. We're really excited about it. So, be looking out in the next week or two. The newest shirt is supposed to be in on the 6th. So, keep looking out for more information on that. Um, and that's, that's that. Yeah. Guys, stuff you may have missed in Destiny. Well, there was a lot of things because... It's been a while, which is why this is, you know, not our normal level of professionalism that we always have. Hey, this is my normal level. Same. Don't say it. Don't. You guys should really up your game then. Obviously, Mrs. Hyman and I are on play. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. So anyways, um, the dawning is happening because, you know, this is an episode about updating the dawning lore. So the dawning would have had to have happened. It's not had to have, but it's, it's, it happened and we're super excited about it. I participated this year, which was super fun because I didn't do anything last year because I really hated playing on Xbox and I just, I didn't find it fun, but PC is amazing. I absolutely adore it. And I made cookies because PC is awesome. So new cookies, new lore. We're going to cover it. She had never even experienced the dawning. So it was kind of cool that they threw in last season too. So she had a lot of stuff. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And I like cookies and like the puns and everything. And I remember from our last episode, some of the puns. So it was kind of like fun to that, have that callback. Um, Iron banana happened. Crushed it. Did the season quest by myself. I mean, like I had support and fire team and everything like that. But like nobody hopped on my account and did it for me, which that was kind of big for me, you guys. Mm-hmm. Kind of big. I'm really proud of like, you. I was really distraught about not getting those rocket launcher kills. I was so hormonal Sunday. I cried about it because I was like, I just suck at everything. And Hyven like calmed me down. And then we proceeded to play Iron Banner and other random things to grind out stuff for the dawning all Sunday. And that's why he's yeah, a fabulous husband. So, I, no, you're leaving out the best part. Yes. It was also awesome because Redhead for life. Or whatever he's going to settle into. He's just red yeah, on right Steam. Right now on Steam, he's just red. <laughs> no, he's got a couple he's D's on there. Yeah, I think he's going for with the extra D's? red with the extra D's. Um, We also got to play with him, which was also fun because he just got a PC as well that Hyven built him. mostly funny because just the fact that I had finished it and just trying to keep you and him with the ability to get rocket launcher ammo. Oh my gosh, that thing was a struggle. But it was fun. And of course, everyone was camping heavy. It was a mess. Mm -hmm. Since I had finished it, we just kind of... I bubbled up. Saint-14 bubbled. And Mm -hmm. Elemist understands this because he's drinking out of a cup that says, Blood of My Enemies. 
which Hayes if that doesn't describe iron banana don't know what does yeah he found that mug in jk it's coffee mm-hmm. <laughs> that's hysterical all right more stuff you may have missed in destiny this is a spoiler alert skip ahead if you don't want to hear this we saved the what is it like the saying the myth the legend it says the, wait a second you're the one who reads off the script I know it and it says literally we saved says right a legend. there <laughs> It legend. says a legend, but you know, like the story, or you know, no, you know the thing. You were where just like, like, wait, is it a myth or a legend? That's what well, it was. says. No, 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 right no, no, no. It's the like saying, the man, the, the myth, myth, the legend. The legend. Yes. That's what I was trying to say. I was trying to hype him up even more, except for it's not a man. The look. If you want to be the official, so the, the myth, Exo. the legend. It's it's the, the greatest legend. titan ever. He's known Anyways, as the greatest. Anyways, you don't know titan by ever. now, the Saint Saint fourteen missions are epic. Oh, yeah. I haven't played them yet. I'll take your word for it. Man, you butchered that one. If she was like, we saved, uh, <laughs> and then she was just like, the Saint-14 legends are epic. You never actually finished the sentence with, we saved Saint-14. I tried to. I tried to say, we saved the exo, the myth, the legend, the Saint-14. It, it was not the Saint-14. Just Saint Oh, but 14. everything else in your stupid world is. <laughs> no. Just the Twitter. You just said tweeter. So I don't want to. Those it was an office fun. So you're saying that the office has better humor than wow. me? Yes, they paid writers <laughs> to have better humor than you. It's, it's okay, also not Callie, from the I'm office. So that's been, people have been going to Twitter for all of creation of Twitter. Okay, but Dwight oh. specifically says in England, do they call king size sheets presidential sheets? And then laughs and says, "Oh boy, I should have a Twitter account." <laughs> Sorry, that fell flat. <laughs> Anyways, we we've derailed your whatever. By the by, Ladies of Lore is not a corner. Ladies of Lore will be a spinoff podcast that will be 15 minutes that uh, Orchid and I will be doing, yep. and it'll be random nonsense um, yep. outside of this podcast. Yep. This is still Mrs. Hyatt. Wait, wait a second. Does that mean that your guys' nonsense will diminish here? Nope. I hope so. I mean, maybe. Nope. The whole thought I is like we so. won't talk about nail polish. I do miss the good old days where we actually talked. I mean, I enjoy our conversations, but I do miss the good old days where we actually talked about lore, too. But, you know. Oh, my God. Who we've really had, wants lore on a lore podcast? We've had one episode where you Not didn't me. talk about lore, and now you're just waxing lyrical about the olden days. You have 49 no, episodes where you talked half about of, lore. It's just like, half of the podcast is only half of the podcast is about lore. The front half is loaded with our... our um, What's the best word for that? With personality. And the You're the wet blanket. That's the reason why we have two different admin chats. You're the reason. Like, good yeah. gracious. So we have a normal admin chat, and then recently we had to make another one for podcast business because he didn't want to have yes. all of the uh, nonsense. Correct. In, but, yeah, we spelled it business. So, yeah, for Mrs. Hyven's Question Corner today, we don't have questions, just the announcement that Ladies of Lore Corner will be a thing. We're going to be discussing nail polish, doing at least one BuzzFeed quiz and episode, and other things specifically along the lines of my hatred of personal license plates. Not hatred, just I have a lot of questions. A lot of questions. (laughs) So it's going to be very random rants um, and such. (laughs) Anyways. There was a listener question that was asked oh there was yeah 
I have a listener question. I pinned it in our freaking like. Thank you, Orchid, for placing Mrs. Hyven's corner with Orchid's God. on on point corner. <laughs> it's not about lore, so you'll be disappointed. Uh, it is a question. It's a listener Q and A. It is a question. Um, this person is in a different server, but asked me the question because I was talking about the podcast. They're like, "Oh, I have this question," and I'm like, "All right, cool." Oh, we're not talking about the one from Twitter. No. No, we have that too. No, this is an actual like lore <laughs> question, like kind of spin foil lore oh, question. Okay. <laughs> we could talk about the actual like Lazarus the Lich had a question as well. He wanted to know about our um our New Year's resolutions where I was just like a big fat I don't do them. Um so I don't either because they give me answer. too much anxiety and I, I end up disappointed. I can't do from them. not following because I'm like I always break them in like a week, so I can't do. I just disappoint myself. Yeah. And I'm not going to live with disappointment hanging over me because of some made up thing that old people decided was a good idea because they just decided to mark like the march of the planet around the sun at this one specific date. Like it's all bullshit. Okay. Did anybody else see Bad Destiny joke when they were like, why did we have a party last night? It was like, because the earth made a revolution around the sun. They were like, but why are we celebrating that if we're on Nessus? And they were like, oh, yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that just made me laugh because what about one day, guys, when we colonize other planets? Yeah. What are we going to do then? Yeah. What are what we, we going to do then? Mm-hmm. So How are we going to live in space and time yeah. with different planet rotations? You know what? They're all going to have their own New Year's Day. That'll be awkward. But are they also going to all have their own sense of time? Like they're going to have more days in a year. Are they going to have more hours in a day? How do you know how old you are? Are you going to be like, I'm this many Earth years or am I this many Nessus years? That's what I'm saying. There's going to yeah. be a conversion table. Yeah, but the conversion table There's going to have like to be. 0.1 Nessus years. You're going to be like 97 Earth years old. We can't even. We Americans can't even convert to the metric system. No. So Americans like, how are we know. supposed to convert to the Mars system? Who knows? It's going to be crazy. We'll have to ask Elon Musk that since he's the only one that wants I'm to sorry. right now. I'm sorry. These are the types of rants that will be on <laughs> Ladies of Lore. <laughs> I was kind of excited because this is getting into interstellar territory. Right? Anyway, the question, the question is from Alex Wright. Alex Wright is uh, in a different server with me. Um, the question is, um, would the Risen have the same accent that they died with? So if their memories are wiped, would they not know how to speak? And what little they do know, would they know what dialect they formerly had? Well, we know that they can speak. We have records of that. Obviously. But we don't have... So they keep language. That is a good question. Usually your accent is tied to your upbringing. Mm-hmm. But if you don't remember it... But I would it, say yeah. because... But is it also like muscle memory? That's what yeah, I, I thought, about to too. Say, because you, we say that you don't have your memories, but yet they're still able to speak. So I would assume that maybe that is tied to speaking habits, um, because usually your accent is involuntary, unless you're someone who is good at, you know, like an actor or someone who's just really good at accents. So I would say your catalog of really good accents is gone, but your default accent, maybe you keep that one. You just lose the, you lose the ability to uh, copy accents, but you still have yours. Uh, Elmas and I were talking about this when the question was originally asked on the 18th of December. It's how long ago this was. But um, 
the idea that we had was that you remember kind of like your last feeling, your last like words, like when you are res sometimes. So maybe those that accent is still with you. Here's a Reddit answer, not destiny related, just in general. Like if you got amnesia, do you forget what accent you speak with? One person wrote, it said, while you might forget the name of your accent, depending on the severity, you wouldn't actually lose your accent because your brain is programmed to make you talk that way. And amnesia restricts access access to memory neuropathways, not brain function pathways. Says you'd also retain muscle memory even if you don't remember practicing. It says if a concert pianist developed amnesia, they'd still be able to perform despite not knowing the name of the song, how it sounds, or goes, or anything. Well, I think that's an answer right there. Thank you, Red Hit. Bam. Well, there you go. There's the answer. I contributed. You did. Real world. Good job. (laughs) All right. Brief intro into our topic. We previously covered Dawning Delights in episode 8 and 9. So... That'd be good episodes to listen to. And I realize I started that as a singular sentence and turned it into plural, but just go with me. Um, For those jumping in here, the lore entries are received by baking specific cookies. The ingredients are obtained by performing certain tasks. For example, some are killing hive or getting sword kills or punching stuff or as Orkin likes to call it, doing shooty shoots. Um, there's actually a lot of various tasks, so um, I highly suggest Googling it for some assistance because there's a lot. And you got to, like, go find different things and kill different things and kill certain ways. And just look it up online, guys. It really does help. You still have to do all the work, but you might as well get, like, a little bit of a roadmap. But if you Google it, you never end up with a burnt edge transit. I don't know what that is. Because you cheated your whole way. You just put two together. Where you learn the recipes, the intended way is you just start crafting and if you succeed you get a recipe if you fail you get a burnt edge transit because uh, edge transit was our uh, a weapon that was hashtag frowned blessed. upon hashtag because edge it transit. was not that great and it popped up like crazy and you know a little play on the whole burnt edges so burnt edge transit when you fail well i don't like you chastising me for googling it when you were the one who gave me the suggestion yeah, but that's because you started the dawning even a year plus a couple weeks late, so I was trying to get you get you some progress. Thanks, thanks. Um, this note says we will also cover an interesting lore tab released with the dawning. Got you on the edge of your seat now. Take it away, Elmas. Go, 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 go! Rush, 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 rush! I'll be covering rumors. I don't know very much about the prophecies of the controversial warlock Osiris. I know that his theories divided the tower, civilians and guardians alike. And I've seen that divisions spring up in strange places, even years after Osiris left to pursue his radical research. Here is a joke for you, my friend. A follower of Osiris and a skeptic sit down at a table to work out their differences. They die there. Don't ask me where I heard that, but don't be surprised if you think the people of the city don't poke fun at you guardians now and then, you're not paying attention. 
Anyway. I heard rumors about Brother Vance, one of Osiris's followers. The rumors started like myths. How he might use the knowledge discovered by Osiris to perform miracles or to raise guardians to their full potential. Then, for a reason I couldn't see myself, the rumors changed. Vance was a fanatic, unacquainted with Osiris, left waiting endlessly on the sands of Mercury for something that would never come. Guardians are so full of action. I think they could empathize with such passivity. As for me, I think we should believe in things and people we can see for ourselves. What someone does now is better proof of their spirit than what they are fabled to have done. It seems to me that waiting forever for your hero to return, poring over the same books and letters, relying on a hope for the future you cannot control. Well, I see it as wasted time. Then, I tend toward action myself. Busy hands, busy mind. But I also think it must be lonely and disheartening to be abandoned by your idol, even if that abandonment exists only in your mind. I imagine a man like Vance holds a lonely vigil. I think, perhaps, he knows what people say about him, and he tries to lift himself above it and drives himself further into isolation. But then, I've never met him. I don't know which rumors are true and which are silly gossip. I only know that the dawning welcomes everyone, especially those who feel the most isolated. And that was obtained by crafting fractal rolls. And you get that by mixing vex milk and a pinch of light. You add essence of dawning, then you bake it. All right, so. Do you bake it? Are you sure? I suppose so. I mean, it, it does go in the oven. It does go in the oven. It makes a really watery noise, though, when you put everything in. Yeah, it does. It's kind of a ghost sploosh. When I made a couple, like, back to back to back, I was just like, I, I can't hear this noise anymore. <laughs> uh, so we gave uh, Vance a hard time last season because he didn't get a treat. Um, and I think that was just because this stuff was probably written right before we maybe got some of that content um, for Osiris. Uh, but this is a really nice one. Um, it points to the fact about how Brother Vance, his characteristics have changed dramatically. Uh, in D1, Brother Vance was viewed as like the disciple of Osiris. One. He was, yeah, he was knowledgeable. He was like a herald. We expected that he was just like preparing the way for Osiris practically. Um, and that he had some type of knowledge. He was some type of delegate. And then, of course, we later find out when we actually see Osiris that Brother Vance has never even met or seen Osiris. He just kind of found some writings, poured over them, and became a bit of a fanatic. So we give 
we give we still do to this day give Vance a, a pretty hard time um, which is brought out in here but I really like that um, Eva is just like she's always nice she's always positive and she talks about how she doesn't understand what the why the rumors uh, have changed but that they have um, and then goes into telling just a great joke and talking about how guardians oh my god yes <laughs> how uh, the, the general public the civilians they talk about guardians and we'd be foolish to think that you know we're not on the topic of discussion and also that we're not always painted probably in the best light as these heroes we might think we're always so basically to give brother Vance kind of a, a, a little bit of a pass that he's I'm sure he he knows what kind of stuff is said about him and he just kind of isolates himself she kind of chastises us all a little bit um, telling us that we should kind of just be nice if you don't have anything nice to say say nothing at all and then uh, the one part I really like is she has the line as for me I think we should believe in things and people we can see for ourselves what someone does now is better proof of their spirit than what they are fabled to have done it seems to me that waiting forever for your hero to return, pouring over the same old books, and relying on a hope for the future you cannot control. Well, I see it as wasted time. So she was relating that to, that to Vance, but in reality, I think that, that especially that line, what someone does now is better proof of their spirit than what they are fabled to have done. I think that applies uh, not only in this regard, but that applies really strongly to Guardians as a whole. Um, and to possibly a more divisive topic of uh, newly res guardians and um, past actions and things. So and we're taking a book from uh, Eva. She tells us to basically judge people off of their current actions. So she's always so happy, man, and she's always got good advice. But uh, sometimes emotion makes that kind of hard to do. So at least maybe we can give Brother Vance a pass. <clears throat> so that's kind of what I got from that. Wow, Hyven. <laughs> this is something I actually read when it first came out, and I had actually had this point on my head for when we actually did this one, because <laughs> I'm sure you guys know what I'm referencing, but you could totally apply that to one of the other cards that I happened to read on the exact same day as this, and it kind of changed my outlook that was much more negative before that, so, you know. I'm just trying to learn from Eva. She's such a great person. Mrs. Hyvin's always hyping her up. I'm just trying to take some of that advice. Yeah. I hype her up. I just want her to give me my shaders. <laughs> I like how during the um, Festival of the Lost, one of her like tags, whenever you like go in to talk to her, she'd be like, no I know, shaders and here. I was disappointed every single time. I was like, where are my shaders and emblems? Doesn't have them. You just like kept expecting it to be different out of nowhere? Yeah. I was just hoping maybe they were going to trick us and then we could buy, like, D1 shaders. I I'm sorry, I can't look at you because I think you're licking the computer screen. <laughs> well, does anyone have anything else on this card? Or anything on this card? I don't like Brother Vance. Like, when I found out we had to make him cookies, I was really upset. I wanted him to be sad and alone. Just on Mercury, by Man, himself. you really can't make wow. work it a happier person, can you? Right. Mm. <laughs> uh, mm, mm, mm. 
I'll be over here. I made him one cookie, and then that was it. Yeah, well, he's in a hard location. Who wants to go all the way to Mercury to give him stuff anyway? I, I, I feel you there. Well, now that we can drive sparrows on Mercury, I've been there, like, one time just to drive around, and then we just keep loading into the sundial where I can't drive around. <clears throat> yeah, I know. That's what pissed just me off. I got in the sundial, and I was like, Sparrow! Me. And yeah. Then you can't, so. No, I just, yeah. I, it just, it's like Bungie saying, you know what? Remember when we let you drive sparrows on Mercury? Well, you can't hear. Remember we announced <laughs> that you could do that, and then the first activity you probably joined into was the sundial. Oops. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, should I move on to the next card? All, All right. right, let's move on. Next one. Yeah. Next. All card. right. Next card is the good fight. When guardians found their way into the dreaming city, many of them came to tell me about it. Their stories of a beautiful place filled with towering cliffs and ancient holy buildings were like fairy tales to me. As with many of the stories I hear from guardians, I marveled that such a thing could be real. I remember, in particular, an awoken warlock named Nadia came to visit me in the way many guardians do. Quiet, sheepish, hoping for tea. I always welcomed them in for a cup, of course. That day, Nadia sat at my table with her untouched cup of tea. If I hadn't already spent so much time cheering people up in my kitchen, I might have pressed her, but I knew better. I waited. Eventually, she looked up at me. I feel like I found a piece of myself and then lost it all at once, Nadia said, soft and sad. I know guardians aren't, to, aren't meant to look to their heritage beyond the traveler, but the dreaming city felt like... She trailed off. Home, I said. Nadia lowered her eyes. Yes, like home. She was quiet and then looked at me again. Is that wrong? No, I said. Of course not. Home is not always a single place, you know. I have had many homes. Nadia nodded and pushed her teacup around on the table, distracted. This time, I had to wait a while before she would speak again. Eventually, she said, I feel like I'm mourning the loss of something I never really had. I don't fully understand the curse that plagues the awoken homeland. I know that it came about through great misunderstanding and peril. I know that Aldrin Solve and another creature... I have never heard of were at the center of that peril. But from what I hear, there were no clear enemies in that story. No single place to lay blame. That can make it so much harder to accept. Nadia's heartbreak was tangible. I felt it in my own heart. But even as I saw her suffering, I also saw Nadia stand up and go back to her work. She returned to the Dreaming City week after week. I think we are not defined by our successes, but by our ability to keep fighting when the fight seems unwinnable. Not just Guardians. All of us. Thank you, all of you, for being an example of that spirit. This is received from Thousand Layer Cookie, with the ingredients of mixed taken butter and delicious explosion, add essence of dawning, then bake. This card made me sad. I think that was kind of the intention of the writer. It's a, it's bittersweet. 
definitely. That was kind of how I actually viewed this whole little batch of Dawning Delights this time. They're all kind of emotionally charged, kind of. The one thing I was excited about for this one, it's Nadia. The, the warlock who fire teams up with Shinobu. That's why that name's familiar. <clears throat> you are right. I even looked up because I was like, where have I seen this name? And I couldn't find it anywhere. Thank you. I think it might be like one letter off. Yeah, I, it, the name definitely sounds the same. I mean, I guess the, technically it doesn't have to be a tech to connect tie, but I kind of like that it it would be the same person. I like how they kind of tie in like smaller characters throughout the story sometimes. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's literally one letter off. That's probably why I couldn't find so. it, because I was searching Ishtar Collective, and you got to be exact. But I'm taking it as it's Shinobu's Nadia. Anyone have any uh, anything they want to comment on the card? Well, I like how this really, uh, once again, portrays Guardians, um, specifically a Guardian who, you know, is not supposed to look into their past, does not have a true memory, as we've talked about in the part talked about in the past that a strong emotion can still can still tie someone um, to something and we see this is kind of the case that Nadia doesn't remember her life before uh, but she felt like the dreaming city was her home and all of a sudden it's just in this endless cycle where she loses it week after week and you know that can be hard because not only is she fighting there week after week to try to break this chain but she's fighting for a city that technically was never actually her home as far as her memory is concerned. She knows that it is. She knows that it was supposed to be. But she doesn't have the memories for that. So that can be definitely really, really sad. But I love how Eva is able to kind of just slowly listen. And she's able to get a lot of stuff out of her. And that she was able to uh, at least help her return to go back week after week and keep fighting. And, I mean, that just shows, too, how important, uh, you know, listening is. And um, when we try to help friends, family, someone who has trouble, sometimes just listening to people is uh, a really, really good idea. And that's why I like Eva, because her character is so, like, down-to-earth. She's always encouraging us to, like, be better people and to just, like, actually care. So I know that's kind of the whole idea of the dawning and, you know, the holiday time. So that's kind of what they're trying to portray in these cards, I guess. But... Once again, Bungie always, you know, they, they make a point to make this game real. And I think that's really important. Well, and, and the thing that, that's important to me is the fact that, I mean, yeah, the dawning is about, you know, all of that. But Ava embodies it. Like, yeah, for sure. The dawning would be nothing without her. Not just the fact that you know, she's the vendor for it. I mean, without her, we wouldn't even have the dawning star because she had to convince Ikora to make it for us. Right. I mean, she kicks us off. She was the one who kind of, like, brought it back and decided mm -hmm. we all needed some, like, happier times. Yep. Yeah, but, I mean, I like how they tied in a character that we really maybe only heard about, like, once or twice and tied that into the craziness that's going on in the Dreaming City that we've probably... You know, some people probably forget about when the expansion moves on, but 
just you know reminding us that that's still going on that in game that's still something that people have to deal with so i love that they're they they still tie in that past story so just remember you know if people give bungie flack for you know forgetting a story and moving on but they're they're still thinking about it i think we're gonna see some uh some more going on with the dreaming city probably in another expansion i really hope so i love the whole idea of the dreaming city and so i really want to explore like everything that's happening there more even though the raid did explain a lot of it i'd still like to see more yeah. of it yeah and that's like she goes into the fact that like it's hard to like point the blame at one person because of you know obviously aldrin had his part but riven was part of it uh riven was also part taken so like who right. in the world do you actually and sabathun's kind of influencing some of that stuff you know elemist's favorite queen so mm -hmm. i mean there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of fingers to point that be there He's making a face right now. It's really funny. <laughs> I am doing better. That card hit me really hard. And you did a too good of a job, man. It was real. Yes. I feel very strongly about that card. It feels a lot like... Sorry. I'm like, want to talk about it, but I'm like crying again. Um, you don't know. Yeah. My dad. Like When she talks about having no one to blame... Like, that's how I feel, you know? Like, I feel like I have this loss that I don't really know because I can't really remember it because I was a baby. And I have no one to blame. And it sucks. Just like Eva says, like, sometimes it's easier when you have an enemy that you can clearly pinpoint towards at the story and a single place to lay the blame. And just like Nadia, like, I, I don't. And it just sucks. Yeah. And so I just kind of really felt it. And, like, Bungie really did a good job because the way that I was able to feel this story was really crazy and I've cried before at bungee stories and I felt them before but sorry this one this one was like a lot and and in and in a good way and just like Hyven reminded me you know it's just like Nadia who um, Ava reminds her she says that we're not defined by our successes but our ability to keep fighting when the fight seems unwinnable and most days I can keep fighting, but this card just made me a little sad and made it hard to fight for a minute. Yeah. But that's why I have you guys and I have Hyven and to everybody else out there who gets it, um, it mm -hmm. helps. We don't have to put this on the episode if you don't want. You just stay yeah, amongst us. I can edit this out. Yeah, we just cut it out. It's up to you, babe. I don't know. I don't mind. Like, I know there are people who who feel this way too and who might feel this way when they read the card you know yeah. and I want them to know that they're not alone like I wish I didn't sound so teary <laughs> but like Bungie does a really good job of like affecting people with their writing and I think I think everyone should know that they're not alone when they struggle with it and that people who have struggled with it for years still feel it and it's okay to feel it it's okay to have those moments but to make sure that you talk to your friends and talk about it so you don't stay stuck in those moments so that you can continue to enjoy the good things in life yeah well said of course it's well said you kind of help me with all of that by just saying some of it to me because <laughs> <laughs> not to get a little too cheesy here but uh <laughs> you're one of the good things in my life yeah not to get because I just told cheesy. you that. But is you know. he as cheesy as he agreed Cheetos though with cheese dipped in cheese though? 
I don't think so. I don't know. He did tell me, you know, it would be just a little bit better of a life if I picked up more of the poop. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the only thing <laughs> that we could really improve on the life was just like poop pickup, you know? You know, I get one day, she gets one. I mean, otherwise we're doing All right. You think you're ready? So anyways. Well, the next one yeah. should lift your spirits. I think Yeah. I think sharing it a little a little helped cuz like I said, getting it out there and not just like bearing that burden yourself helps. And that's why I love these three right here and everyone else in the Discord who sends lots of love because you guys are all amazing. This community is amazing. And, yeah, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, that's, we're starting a TED moving Talk on <laughs> to a very nice young man, which totally sounds like an Eva it's thing. One of my favorites, like, babe. Man to one her. of my favorites. This is my favorite. I'm just waiting for this to be like about like a guardian who's actually super old. If you really added up all of the Pretty years much. and is like actually yeah. older than Eva, but looks yep. younger. <laughs> very, very old. All right. That's hysterical. One of my favorite spots in the tower is a secluded little bench that overlooks the city. I watch the ships coming in and the birds and the clouds. I get so busy that it helps to step away for a little while and remind myself of what's outside. The other day, I was sitting on this bench when a very tall titan stepped up beside me, his hands folded in front of him. Excuse me, ma'am, he said. Would you mind if I sit here? I smiled and shifted over to make room. Please, I said. He sat. His shoulders were so broad that I had to shift over a little more. He had a bag of bird seed with him. And I watched as he spread a little of it on the ground. The pigeons came quickly, in fact. I'd noticed a few more than usual the instant he sat down. I wondered to myself how often he came here and how we'd managed to miss each other thus far. He was not an easy man to miss. The cooing of the pigeons and the far-off bustle of the city were soothing, and seeing as the gentlemen seemed to have no trouble with companionable silence, I closed my eyes. After a moment, though, I was aware of footsteps and whispering behind us. A young woman, another titan, came up to the bench and said to the gentleman, smiling nervously, It's such an honor to meet you. You're an inspiration to titans everywhere. He nodded humbly. Thank you, he said. They spoke briefly. He asked her name. They talked about how she'd just come back from being stationed on Io for patrol duty. He commended her commitment to keeping the people of the system safe, and then she and her friends left. My companion went back to feeding the pigeons. After a moment, I asked him, mostly joking, Are you famous? He glanced at me and inclined his head, hesitantly. A little bit. I see, I said, smiling. After a moment, I added, My name is Eva. Saint. I sat with that answer for a moment and then asked, Saint 14? I'd heard the story of how he'd fought for the city during the Battle of Six Fronts so long ago, and another more fantastical story about how he'd defeated a fallen fellow by headbutting him. Anytime I heard that story, I always found myself hoping he had a good, sturdy helmet. That's right, he said, spreading a little more birdseed. It's a pleasure to meet you, Eva. We sat a little longer together, watching the pigeons and the clouds, 
before I finally had to excuse myself and go back to work. As I said, I had heard the legend of Saint 14 before. Many legends of remarkable guardians make them seem like mythical figures, so far removed from anything the civilians of the city will ever see or experience. The legendary Saint 14 does not seem that way to me at all. In fact, I think he's a very nice young Oh, right. I'm over here like, Orchid, comment. No, I was waiting for you to read Guys. what they were. <laughs> right. We've only done this like two episodes before and for two cards before, but right. We give <laughs> Saint 14. This is obtained by giving Saint 14 lavender ribbon cookies, which are made with Vex milk, personal touch, and essence of dawning, and then apparently bake, according to my notes. God, bake that. bake that cookie can we just talk about the fact that personal touch is added in his cookie which feels very appropriate for the guy who headbutted somebody man who fought vex for like two years straight my friends and i when we were making the cookies when we first got the oven for this dawning um we just guessed what it would be we're like oh yeah well he punches a lot of vex so it must be personal touch and vex milk. That's and then funny. it just works. Nice. And we're like, of course. I'm so glad these make sense. That's hysterical. I also like how Eva said like such an old lady statement. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> this is totally supposed to be Orchid's comment. Nope. And I'm just like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, just like that. <laughs> she said such. I like I can hear my own Nana being like, anytime I heard that story, I always found myself hoping he had a good sturdy helmet. Like, that would totally be my Nana. Like, if you're going to do something <laughs> crazy, make sure you wear the right gear. Uh, mine would definitely say that she would think he's a very nice young man, even though he's, like, thousands of years <laughs> old at this point. <laughs> but, like, way older than right? Eva. He just, you know, robot. Robot guardian. That's yeah, right. Not as he one of our, like, oldest guardians, but he's also an exo, so who knows how yeah. long, like... Who knows how long around. he existed before he was a guardian? Like... It's insane to think, especially since he has 14 after his name, too. Mm. But He's still I love reasonable. This story. Yeah, I love the story so much. I know. I just love, like, the little parts like, oh, I wonder why we never uh, saw each other. He seems like he comes to this yeah. bench a lot. It's because, yeah, he didn't exist until now. And I just love the fact that, like, also, instead of us, like, bringing him back through the portal, it was just like, guys... I got this. Thanks for helping me out. I'm going to fight in this portal for two years. Uh, I'll see you on the other side. He's pretty crazy, man. You keep saying two years. Yeah. But we don't really know how Well, he specifically says that he... It says so in the the cutscene. The Vex... Well, the Vex... (laughs) It's however many years since we... He went in there. Maybe it's not two years. I guess I should say years. I think I was just doing in-game time. But yeah, they say that he's going to fight in there for years and then come out instead of mm-hmm. us just like taking him out. So whatever time he went in there and when the Vex yeah. Miners created, which I assumed was towards the time of when we found his tomb. Maybe that's why I said two years. Yeah. Because that's when we found his body. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I love that mission, like the callback to that mission. Mm-hmm. I just find it so just like full circle or just like I don't know funny to me like one of the very first focus fire chat episodes 
I think it's like two or three is on Saint 14. So obviously it was like one of the first ones of theirs I had ever heard. And I remember how pumped Ivan got when I told him that I was like, oh yeah, I listened to the Saint 14 episode. And like, you know, then it was just like <clears throat> all of this speculation, like there wasn't a ton. And now like here he is in game and it really does feel like, like even circle. to us, like it feels like a celebrity. Well, I mean, I think he was such a big celebrity. I mean, he's he's from the Battle of Six Fronts, some of like the earliest fighting. But I'm saying like war. in and the then, real world, to that's us, what I'm like saying. I mean, because we and then we got this story of him, and he was just this legend. And then we never thought we'd see him. Well, we hoped we'd see him in game, and when we finally did, it was unfortunately his his grave. We saw him literally floating in his tomb, and I I honestly kind of thought that that would probably be it. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they like did not disappoint and they brought him back with like a much not just with one headbutt, but repeatedly just headbutting that Vex Minotaur to death. Like, that's that's a headbutt for the books. It right was there. like six and headbutts. It, yeah, I mean, it, this, this dude is. It was amazing. They did not disappoint. That cutscene. No. But just, I think it's hysterical because, uh, like, I don't know. I think it's, like, crazy on Bungie's part to be able to introduce a character that you never meet, like, at all, and find that people are still, like, falling in love with this character like we fell in love with Cade but we got to see him all the time in game and see his hilarity and love him you know so for people to fall in love with a character they never saw and then was just dead like the second you did see him like that's crazy well, I mean, for people to love him and then yeah. continue to love him all of the years that Destiny has been going on and then for them to finally be like wait 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 here you go. I mean, we never got You've anything for him. He practically almost went like to sacrifice himself multiple times, and he was mm-hmm. just like the idol of being a guardian. And like, it's just crazy yeah. to me, like, because he really is like in game. He's a celebrity, but like in the real world, like everyone's obsessed with Saint Fourteen. He's, like he's he's literally like we had Rezel Azir if he had <laughs> never turned into Dredgenior. It's like that level of yeah. like true inspiring titan and like we have the example of someone who like stayed true to that you know it's like the the in batman they talk about you either uh, die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain and saint 14 yeah. died a hero but he also came back to life and is still not a villain so i mean he's checking all the boxes on the uh right. guardian bo- guardian on box. the exception to the rule yeah exceptional guardian he's the exception form. to the batman rule Hey, there has He's to also be the hero we need and want. Mm-hmm. There has to be an exception to the rule somewhere. Well, also, he has exactly. to make Osiris That's what makes happy, the rule. Because so, we know it's canon that Osiris and Saint 14 are If not, it's in my fan Who's, Has anybody told him that the speaker is dead? Uh, not yet, I don't think. Anybody know. What? He knows about the Red War, so. He, he actually knows about the speaker's death. Because he gives a eulogy at the speaker's remembrance. What is that? A patron of lost causes. I think that's it. Which speaker was that, though? Haven't there been His more speaker. than one? Oh, I missed that. Is that one of the new? Uh, is There's that one of the more weapon? than one speaker? It's the new scout rifle. Okay. Yeah, I haven't read that. Uh, okay. Well, then there you go. We don't know who told him, but yeah, I figured he knew. He knew about the red war, and there you go. Yep. The first two lines in it. My name is Saint Fourteen. The speaker was my father. Uh, Sorry, right. I missed that. I think that, we could get stuck on this card for a very long time. So okay, we we're moving. Probably on. move on. We're good. So is it my turn? 
take it away. All right. This is Orchid's first official card as an official host. Official. Let's try not to make too much of a big deal about it. Otherwise, she'll blush. I already blushed. She's red cards before. She's an old natural. (laughs) Official. This is also a callous card. You know how I love callous. This card is a note of warning. The dawning is a time of great generosity and gift giving. It feels very good to receive a gift, especially a thoughtful one that was chosen for you by someone you care for. If you approach gift giving with love in a selfless heart, it deepens your relationship to another person. As I'm sure you know by now, it is as rewarding to give a gift as it is to receive it. When you find yourself receiving many gifts, maybe unexpectedly, look to the giver. Have you given them anything? Gift giving is not scorekeeping, but when you are showered with luxurious gifts made of gold, engraved with your name, lavished upon you with great bouts of flattery, stop and think about why you have received them. Sometimes you should question these gifts. Consider who the gift giver has favored before. Why you? Why now? If you have no satisfying or reassuring answer to these questions, the chances are good that this gift giver is carefully tallying your debts and will one day move to collect them. Not all gifts are given freely. Remember that. That's all, my dear friend. I have no story this time. Just a warning. This is the fried (laughs) shadow. So clever. Mixed dark ether cane and superb flavor. Add essence of dawning, then bake. I love that pun. Fried shadow. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't get it. I was just calling it, it shadow. It took me two days to figure that out. I had made like 20 of them, and then I was like, oh, it's shadow because it's callous. I get it now. Yes, and that the first time I read this, I didn't so really dumb. know what fried... I didn't know who it went to, you know, until after, because I read this before the dawning actually happened. But, like, rereading this now, it totally makes sense. It was like, Eva's, right, like, usually so happy, and this time she was just basically... favor after. Well, this time she's basically just being like, gifts are good, except for this time. Be on your guard. And it's because she's well, freaking she's talking about Callus. He does, like, want to lavish us with gifts, but for us to do his bidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's right. She's but very smart. But it's also a good... Just reminder around Christmas time to think about others and how sometimes it's not like the specialty of the gift or like the expensiveness, but really just like approaching that with like a thoughtful, like just gift giving in general heart. Like, yeah, Yeah. that's what she's saying. I do it for the right motives and not just because, uh. I bought like my boss a gift literally just because I thought favorite. it was hysterical. And I, he was he was so cute because when I gave it to him, he was like, you don't need to get me anything. And I was like, but you're literally the best boss I've ever had because he's the sweetest and just amazing and so kind and like the best boss I've ever had. No joke. And he was like, well, that right there is a gift in and of itself. And I gave him what I have now trademarked as the mullet water bottle. And I told him because it's a personal gift that also touches on our working together because I struggle with attention to detail. My biggest one being that I write his nickname 
on um, his, his legal, documents. legal documents instead of his full official name. So it's the mullet water bottle because on the front it has this full official name like in professional lettering and on the back it has his nickname and like fun lettering. So it's like business in the front, party in the back. And he also loves to drink water, but he's got like just a random water bottle we got from a court reporting company that we got. And the gift didn't really even cost that much or anything, but he told me it was one of the nicest gifts he's ever received. And it's just like Eva said, it's because of approaching it with like thoughtfulness and care and like attention to the person. Now it was not a plaque with gold engraving his name. It was just a normal insulated water bottle. <laughs> I got the go diamond encrusted water bottle. Just kidding. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh babe, you do need to check Twitter. There's a ring I want. <gasps> I want it too, but I I like it in blue. <clears throat> yeah, I, I want it with a red diamond in the middle. It's cute. Yeah. Because it, it needs to be in red. A, because it would match our logo, and B, because that's just what like mine and Hyman's about? life. What is it? You don't it's want to know. A Hyman. ghost ring. It's literally this girl's engagement ring. Yeah, that's cool. And you I am have one, so, so oh well. If we, jelly. We can trade no, yours but, in for that one if you want. But no, I want I want a middle right hand finger ring. Okay, you can get one for yourself. But it's more special when it comes from my loving husband. Your engagement ring covers pretty much all jewelry, I think, for a long time. That's not how that works. Nope, that's not how that works at all. You are wrong, Hyman. It did for her ring. She had a lot of special requirements because of allergies. Look, but look, you already have a custom jeweler to go take this to to make. That is really cool looking. Bad image. I don't know. I'll save the image so I can send it to you. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we already had to go to a custom jeweler for my first ring. So we already have one, you know, lined up. I'm sure for you this can find someone on Etsy to make it. No, I want the real shebang. The real shebang. Yeah. Wow. I want that with a real diamond in the middle with little diamonds on the side, just like that. In platinum because I'm allergic. Yeah, you don't want to. Do you understand how expensive that would be? Yeah, let's calm down. I want that. I want that so bad. Like if we were getting engaged now, yes, that is. She said it. She has to have platinum for all her jewelry, which makes everything far more expensive. So that's why she doesn't get a lot of jewelry from me. You could handle the crucibles in my lab. They're made of platinum. <laughs> I literally like physically hey, how expensive. Hey, call her Lord Shax because she is the crucible. all right let's move on yeah let's move on i'll be covering a touch of style i met 81 for the first time in the weeks of preparation leading up to the dawning she came to me at my stall and lingered off to the side as i spoke to a customer i could see her out of the corner of my eye still silent and maybe just slightly nervous perhaps i imagined that once i was through with the customer i gestured for her to come over to my work table she did paused a moment to watch me with my fabrics and then asked is the dawning a guardian holiday i smiled i knew from some of my regulars the sort that were inclined to gossip, that Ada was new to the traditions of the city. 
The dawning is for everyone, I said. Everyone in the city and beyond it, if they would like to celebrate. She was quiet a moment, considering. I cannot tell whether she was shy or just one of those solitary people who prefer silence. I let her be, either way. Eventually, she turned as if to leave, and then paused to look at me again. I have seen your patterns, she said. Your color schemes for this holiday. I have some ideas, if you would ever like to hear them. Surprised, I asked for her thoughts right away. I quickly learned that she has an impeccable sense for color and design. She didn't care to overtake the project of designing shaders for the dawning, but she acted as a quiet and talented consultant. Over the next week or so, we spent many hours together sorting through rolls of fabric, comparing colors, considering combinations. While I think she remained wary of growing too chummy, I like to believe she started to warm to me and to the idea of becoming a part of a long-standing city tradition. I know very little about Ada, except that she lived through the Dark Age. Those were harrowing times. Guardians then were not what they are today. Living through times of peril can affect us in many different ways. Sometimes those experiences change us for the better, and sometimes they don't. After all she experienced, Ada made a way of life for herself that suits her, and she has slowly begun to reconcile that life with the lives she sees being lived here in the tower and the city. That takes courage. I admire that. That was obtained from Hot Crossfire Buns. And you get that by mixing ether cane and balanced flavors. You add essence of dawning, then bake. So I just love your emphasis on Hot Crossfire Buns. <laughs> beautiful yeah man i mean so number one ada is moving over to fashion design i mean <laughs> who wouldn't be better to help design some of the uh, dawning stuff than basically a weapons specialist she's like a full-on engineer and you want to talk about old she's been around since i mean as long as we can well, remember like from the golden from the golden she's been around since the golden age so she has seen everything She's this is this, she's new to yeah, it, where man. Yeah, she saw all the got, bad stuff. It's true. So I mean, this is definitely like something positive for her. She needs a little bit of the uh, the a love, and uh. It makes it make yeah, way more sense. Like joy. I like I know her story, because well, gosh, her story is the only other one I cried at. Um, <laughs> so like I know her story, but like I always felt like she was so salty whenever I went to go talk to her. But like you know, I get it now. She's like she has a reserved. really bad view of guardians. She like obviously, yeah, she doesn't duh. trust anyone. And even this, she doesn't get too I'm chummy. Stupid. But it's nice to see her like working hours and hours to like make this stuff. And yeah, she found her, she found a purpose. And I like how she says that she has found her place in the tower. 
I like how she found like another person in the tower who isn't a guardian to like share this moment with to really feel like this isn't just a guardian holiday. Yeah, I mean, that's what she asked. Is this for guardians? Because she was probably like, I'm not going to be a part of it. But she was like, nope, this is for everyone. Yep. All right. Well, I mean, I don't have anything else for this one. The only other thing that I wanted to point out, like you started on about how, you know, what better person than a weapons designer? Yep. My whole thing is, have you seen some of the shaders from Black Armory? Um, they all yeah. look good. Bergusian Knight is the best shader out of all of them. That's exactly. what I'm saying, man. She's a beautiful designer, and she comes from. Um, she was literally designed by like the best of the best. Also, so. I mean, she's a, the probably the prettiest EXO in the game. If you see like the white and blue scrolling on she her, she does arms. have a lot of like, fur heels, and Just she's also so got gorgeous. some pretty banging hips. Also, for she's a robot. super like rainbow glowy, and then is nice to you. So, I probably like Ada the best. Yeah, when she got she that thing plugged in her head. She was like, "Yeah, she's crazy, man." Why wasn't she on our F Mary Kill list? God, she was on one um, of them last yeah, she year. Was. She wasn't. She was. Was she? No, she wasn't. I'm pretty sure. I don't think she was. Mm-mm. We said we said we would date her because she'd be a little freaky. Oh yeah. I think that was it. Mm-hmm. I think That's that right. was, you're right. Because I was just mm-hmm. about to say, I feel like she could teach a few things, and I'm pretty yeah. sure that was my answer before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I think she was a Mary. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For reference, go back to episode 50. <laughs> yeah, go back nonsense. and clarify. <laughs> yeah. The three hours. Only nonsense. you can clarify. Fact check. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I love it though. One of my coworkers, she uh, she watched the stream. So today, when I was referencing how Elemist was visiting Orchid um, in Oregon, she was like, "Oh, that's cool. Good for them." Like she knew who I was talking about because she saw your faces. Oh my god! It was cute. (laughs) Embarrassing. (laughs) I'm sure she's super cool. She like does cosplay. And everything, and it's like, yeah, she's awesome. That's really We'll cute. stream again. We'll stream again. We'll stream again. We'll yeah. find a time to do it. Actually, Orchid, when we have our own segment and we talk about random lore, um, there's a <laughs> phrase that came up in our office called the ditch witch. Um, and we've all affectionately started calling Helen the ditch witch. And um, the lore behind it is not great. So she has decided to create her own lore story behind it. So obviously she's going to need to come on Ladies of Lore to describe to us the lore of the Ditch Witch. You know, Ladies of Lore isn't going to be just relegated to Destiny lore. It could be any lore. Exactly. Oh, it's cool though. She does what cosplay and all kinds of various stuff. So she's she'd yeah, be up she for does. all kinds of cool discussions. When I was discussing sheer text pantyhose to her and how they're amazing, she was like, those would be awesome for some cosplay. And I was like, Helen, this is why we talk. <laughs> but yeah, she knows what's there's my on. sidetrack. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Take mm-hmm. it away, babe. How many, wait, did, that was your one sidetrack? We should, do we give you, do we assign you sidetracks? Like a five no. kind of thing or? No. We just tally them up at the end. Just to see what your and record that's how, is. Like, how many that's how many can... minutes I can't talk to you afterwards so you can like calm down from my disappointment. <laughs> so, and then we count how many dirty looks you get also and see what has more. Oh my gosh. All right. Who won? Well, then yeah, I... Did you notice that my TV is crooked behind me? 
I did, and I don't understand it. Why is your TV crooked? Wait, what? How? Like how? <laughs> oh, that's just the frame. I think of the way her her, her yeah. Computer it's just is. the way it's sitting because it's crooked to it. But. No, as a as a someone who builds things and furniture and things, I just kind of hoped that your entertainment center was square and that it was just it's, your uh, computer. Do you see our wonderfully crooked. built entertainment center? That I think from IKEA. Come so down. Perfectly. <clears throat> I can't. But you bur- you built it I and it? you yep. you birthed it. That's a rough one. Fully um, formed. But no, he so mounted it by it. like getting a because you got to mount it like away from the wall, right? But you also got to mount it. other tension. Wow, right. it's getting weird. Um, <laughs> we with like extra blocks that he spray painted, so they blend in and it looks all like perfect. And all right, we'll do this. I you mean, get one rant card. You've used yours for that card. You got to wait until after I read right. the next one. Go, 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 go. I need another one. JK, you're good. Go. Go. I'm on the fact that he birthed it. Like, that's got to be a hard poop it to was... pass. Yeah. I Actually, I birthed it. That's like the one thing in this house I paid for. Not in this chair. Well, yeah, your stuff. You own your <laughs> own stuff. You paid for your own clothes and things. I just own, like, your car and the house and that kind of stuff. <laughs> All right. Here we go. <laughs> and there's Ivan's tangent. <laughs> <laughs> you it was both fueled by a nerve for this one. Dang it! All right. <laughs> okay, Mr. Business. We need Business. look. We need some necessary distance from this conversation. Business. And with that, I will now read a necessary distance. <laughs> it's so yeah, bad. For laughing in the other room, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. I was like, why did he? say it like that and then i looked at the card and i was like oh god oh elements is so proud right look, now it's either that oh, or <laughs> transition brother all right here i go i prefer that <laughs> all right unnecessary distance i believe that our city is at its best when guardians and the people they protect live together sharing their experiences and traditions i know guardians experience things that many of us will never fully understand Looking to find happiness, only a foolish person would say, I wish to live forever. The nature of our lives is a great gift from the traveler, but also a tremendous burden, one which the guardians of the city have taken on willingly by living here with us. Because of the traveler's light, guardians are consistently placed into danger. Yes, the stakes are different for a guardian than for the rest of us. But is the emotional toll so different? How much do you rely on desensitizing yourself to fear and trauma in order to do your essential work? Akora tells me not to think on this. I cannot help it. I have never truly understood the guardian, Eris Morn. I like to plant myself firmly in the now, in the tangible. How can I make the lives of my friends better right now? How can I bring them good cheer, or good conversation, or good food? In the past, I have found Eris to be the opposite of this. I have, at least in my own head, accused her of being gloomy. However, I have begun to think she just sees things from a very different perspective than I do. The things that she has experienced are beyond anything I can imagine. 
And so we see the world in different ways. So yes, I believe guardians and non-guardians should live closely and try to focus on our similarities. But I also understand that sometimes our differences push us apart. For some of you, it is a necessary distance that you must maintain in order to do your work. This is the truth. We must all learn to live with it. All that said, Eris does play a part in many of our traditions, especially the Festival of the Lost. What a fuss she makes, though. The first time I asked her for help, she said to me, Eva, the work I am doing is essential to humanity's survival. I do not have time for a, a, party. I said what I always say. The little things will get us through just as much as the big things. Let's not allow the flowers to wilt in the pot while you're still digging the garden, Eris. She never likes that, but she always agrees. And I think she likes taking part. I once saw her hand a box of raisins to a masked guardian, stone-faced and then turn around and smile. Eris, smiling? Once I plan a dawning event to put her in charge of, we'll all have her grinning ear to ear, I'm sure of it. This is received from Ascendant Oatmeal Raisin Cookies. Mix chitin powder and finishing touch, add essence of dawning, then bake. There are so many things to like. First of all, Eris is a grumpy Gus, confirmed. <laughs> we knew, we knew. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just so funny because it's like you said earlier, like Eva's always trying to look on the positive side of things, much like your wholesome grandmother would. Um, actually, that's not true. Well, I, Who's wholesome, wholesome grandmother? grandmother. <laughs> okay, just in general. Just in general. Got it, got it. Like, we're talking like my nana, not my grandma. My grandma would be like, that lady is such a bee. You know, because that's grandma. She cry. <laughs> um, <laughs> she is. Um, anywho. Um, but yeah, it's just so funny when she was like, I don't have time for a party. But like, if we've learned anything about like Festival of the Lost, it's really about kind of celebrating and being a part of, you know, who's still here and who we've lost. And I feel like for anybody, like Eris really kind of, needs that you know she needs to remember to celebrate what she still has and celebrate like those who have passed because she's you know i think for eris particularly that's important we've seen it in the cards we read before where she finally starts to grieve like i think festival of the lost could be a wonderful time for her to have that remembrance but kind of keep it to where it's in its particular proper place without letting it overrun her life you know i mean just like we were talking about earlier like there is a time to cry and it's okay even years down the road to still be sad about it but trying to make sure that it doesn't overrun your life and i feel like festival of the lost like gives even that opportunity um i also Dawning. think it's funny that or festival of the lost yeah no no festival of the lost that's the one they're talking both. about yeah, yeah she's but talking I'm talking about, about both, that one here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she's talking about, when she calls it just a party. Oh, like, yeah. no, it's so much more than that. Um, but then also, <laughs> can we talk about the fact that she uses a garden metaphor? Like, okay, Bungie. Okay. You cannot use a garden and flower <laughs> metaphor when we were talking about Eris and everything that just went down. Like, 
Come on. The funny thing is the last cup of the last couple of the books for unveiling officially dropped like around the same time as like this. So it's just kind of hilarious that they did that. That's just like poking like <laughs> You know, I'm just like, come on. And then I also like that it's like she's stone face hands a box oh of raisins. And then that's she's the like, best part. Ah, because even in Destiny 1, she gave us, she's given us raisins and like celery mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And we always just thought she was a grump. But now we literally have confirmation that she's been trolling us the same this whole time. And, and that's celery. Free that's what I'm saying. Like this got grumpy Gus, like low key <laughs> trolling. I was really hoping and she'd give us it. peanut butter so we would get. Exactly. But that's what everyone said. Can we, we discuss the fact it's that insane. we're like, I see your raisins and I raise you an ascendant oatmeal raisin cookie? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. We baked them back in. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I prefer. So now that I've gone through the entire card, what did you guys get? Uh, wow. While listening to this, I was thinking of the dawning gift exchange between Asher and Eris and like that happened before Shadowkeep but it's still ringing in my head because I'm like why can't it happen this year as well just Asher sending messages to the moon and then Eris sending it to Io <clears throat> yeah I really love those cards it was kind of like to see them have that relationship and they like both enjoyed how they were both grumpy pretty much it's it's so perfect yeah able to be happy off of their unhappiness of the holiday season yeah I, I think she's kind of maybe taken a little bit into festival of the lost just because of all the craziness she's been through um well i think that's really lost she's had yeah exactly and i think that's important part just to take if we're gonna if you can get one like real world thing about this it's just that you have to understand that everyone has gone through different um, experiences in their life and so no two people look at things the same way and so it's nice to sometimes consider that when you're you know doing life at work or something and you're really pissed off and getting frustrated and you're like okay gotta understand not everyone's the same so that's something I always have to try to remind myself that not everyone thinks like I do especially when I'm trying to explain stuff to like Mrs. Hyven and she's like babe I don't understand what in the world's going on through your head so then we argue for like an hour, and then we figure it out, and she's like, why didn't you say that when we started? And I was like, <laughs> I we did. we were looking on the logo, and we both were saying the exact same thing, just differently, and we were so confused with the other one. Came out great, though, guys. Came out great, though. We made we made one small edit. Those shirts are going to be beautiful two small edits. now. They're awesome. It, you know, it only almost destroyed our marriage, but we're good. Just kidding. <laughs> and I wasn't here but to take But it is true. You know, we definitely do communicate differently. You were not. We did that one <laughs> all by ourselves. But hey, we got a better quality image. Yes. The we best did. part about that was she asked amazing. what my suggestion was when we started. And I gave her my suggestion. And then we went through all this stuff and all this craziness. And we ended up working on the image together. And then when it was all said and done, <laughs> what we ended up with was exactly what I first recommended. And I was like, well, this is ironic. Why couldn't we just start with this instead of a. Uh, Getting so confused because basically Cause you gotta we both go the long were, way around. Exactly, we have to go. You gotta go around the loop-de-loop -loop sometimes before you figure out with what you're trying to do. <laughs> it's like the one ginormous fight we had over our wedding was whether or not we should have salad and the reason why. 
almost stopped the wedding right there. <laughs> if I could have just remembered the logical reason is because all we're serving is pasta, you have to have salad. Come on. Have Would have to, ended so much. Anyway. <laughs> we're going to do this again? <laughs> no. Anywho, let's move on. Just like that would be such a helper. We're going to read about Donning Helper. Good try, good try. These intros, like guys. These transitions. <laughs> the transitions are amazing. Oh, my God. Okay. 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 But no, really. Donning Helpers, y'all. Let's get in it. The frames in the tower have been a great help to me in bringing holiday traditions to the people of the city. I'm not as young as I used to be, and there's an awful lot of confetti to sweep up after the celebrations die down. Just the other day, I found myself in an ill-used stairway near the annex, carrying a box of streamers and looking for some help. At the bottom of the stairs, sweeping the same patch of clean floor, was a frame. I felt an instant sympathy for it, and then a practical annoyance. Surely we could deploy our resources better. I am here for maintenance, the frame said to me. You seem maintained, I said cheerfully. I held the box of streamers out to him. This room looks well swept. Perhaps you could help me decorate the courtyard. The frame tilted its head down to look at the box. I am here for mm. It looked up at me again. It continued to sweep, but faster. Mm This task is below his excellence. Do not engage e e and convert I waited patiently. His benevolent majesty majest maintenance it stopped sweeping. I am here for maintenance. I humphed to myself, set down the box, and took the broom from the frame. I leaned the broom against the wall and picked up the box again. My back was already aching. I handed the box over and then pointed to the stairs. Come along with me. With some coaxing, I managed to lure it to the courtyard. I pointed to the places I wanted it to hang the streamers. I am here for maintenance, it said weakly. I left it to do the work without much hope it would get done to my standards. But one cannot be choosy when one is on a deadline. Not surprisingly, when I returned, both the frame and the box of streamers were gone. Deciding to choose my battles, I let it go. And now I am even more grateful for the friendly, functioning frames in my employ. And we get this from delivering the Hackberry Tart, which is made with cabal oil, multifaceted flavor, and essence of dawning. And can't forget the bake. So I like. Also, why did nobody warn me about? Sorry, these words. It's supposed to be a maintenance frame that's you know broken because Cal is trying to take. But I had like I didn't even know it was gonna look like this. It's Benedict or the other one. It's not the sweeper bot. Just Benedict. Well, Benedict was sweeper Sweeper bot has a name. Yeah, sweeper bot was taken over by Callus. You know the vendor that you. Did some of the yeah. stuff with a while back. He was from the menagerie. Benedict ninety nine forty. I'll show you. Uh-huh. I'll show you him in the tower, and you'll understand. You, you did a fine job with your. I know who Sweeper Bot is. 
Benedict hangs out um, adjacent to the drifter and the annex. Ooh, I know who we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. okay. Way down in the, the basement now. Mm-hmm. I just don't New really basement. go to the drifter. He was in the other basement. New basement. <laughs> he used to be underneath Hawthorne. Yeah. There's he a was in a basement. There. Now he's in a second basement. <laughs> no, well, he used okay. to be in a basement. So do we know where he took the streamers, though? Like, is his little alley really well decorated right now? (laughs) Callus is super fabulous, so. Yeah, yeah. He had to decorate Callus's sweet meats and stuff like that. Obviously. (laughs) And all of his banquets that he's throwing. His opulent banquet celebratory whatever. He did have ribbon dancers, so (laughs) I'm going to assume that's where they went. Siege dancers? What? What? He had ribbon dancers. At his banquet that he had for us. Go back and uh, listen to the Chronicon episodes. Uh, featuring special guest Orchid. <laughs> Why are all three of you shaking your head at me? <laughs> I'm also giggling. You just can't hear it because I'm muted. I just think it's funny because back then you were special guest Orchid. Now you're a full time. Oh, I love she's like Tom back Hooley. then. Back then, it was like right. two months ago. Yeah. Back, right. Back in the last yeah. episode. <laughs> the last the episode she was episode. on. No, I was special guest host last episode. Yeah. That's true. Now I'm That's a host. True. I'm just taking over slowly, incrementally. The other day, she asked Elemis when she was going to get a blue name in the Discord. And my sassy butt, like, immediately wanted to respond with, when you accept her offer to become a host. And then I was like, oh, wait, she already did. Let me chill. I did. It, and now it, she has a blue name. I do. <laughs> it's very disconcerting. I have so much power now. Oh, my God. So I know. Actually, I understand that. I felt that way when we started this server. I was like, I've never had this much power in a server ever. Right? Ever. There's a reason Unless I make the server. That's <laughs> so mean. She's power hungry. Why are you so mean? <laughs> or Mrs. Hyven, I mean. This poor girl. The power could go to her head. Who knows what she could do in a Discord server if she started just making stuff. Especially well, since she I didn't did know with anything the 50th about this episode before, questions, so. and then I didn't lock it properly, so new lights were able <laughs> to only see that channel. So that was kind of basically, funny, what I do with the power is screw everything up. I mean, you made the channel successfully all by yourself, so <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? that that's half the battle is just making the channel and then figuring out permissions comes later. I mean, yeah, permissions are later. Yeah. Permissions. We are should read. The we didn't even actually talk about this card. Let Orchid get angry. We never even got to talk about this one. I mean, there's not a lot to talk about. But did you set this up it. so I had to read the next card? So I didn't. I set it up with our normal like back and forth. I actually did it wrong. You should have been first reader for the very first card. So technically, this is kind of my fault. Oh my but god! This... I can't believe it. All right. I then. have well, a normal. Well, then let's get let's get right into it, so we can actually have a little time to discuss it before we. No, I like this card because it's it's like the power of the dawning is taking over, and it's there. Everyone is powerless to um, to Eva mows everyone over with kindness and streamers. She's, got a, she's yeah, streamers. That you said with screamers. <laughs> People <laughs> running around screaming. But it's not festival. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just picturing shriekers now with streamers on them, and they're oh, just God. all over the tower. There's just, like, void bombs everywhere, and people are screaming, and stuff is on fire. 
<laughs> no, I'm just, just like, no, I'm just happy imagining. <laughs> I mean, I'm just imagining Omni with one of those like a little like no. blower, like confetti little things. She's just screech running around blowing her little Happy New Year's. Oh my god. Oh no, I don't like that. Mrs. Hyven, you did really well though, trying to read all of the the frame nonsense. The sound effects. I commend you on that. Yeah, she did. She I did commend amazing. you on that. You Thank did you. a really good job. I'm excited to listen Especially back to it and laugh at myself. <laughs> right? Like, Alamus, you knew this was happening. Come yeah. on, man. He's distracted by a pretty girl. I guess I could have. I guess I could have read the show notes ahead of time. I normally never warn you about anything. Like just, those uh, totally should have been in problematic words. His, ahead of time, he made them like five minutes. No, he made them like five minutes before we started. You could have just like looked at the card you were about to read before. I just kind of like always like peruse my cards first, but maybe I'm just weird. But then I'm not paying attention to what you're reading. I didn't not like read the whole card. You just kind of look like, oh, it's that one. But I've read all these cards, so never mind. That doesn't that makes you're right. You're right. <laughs> I can just quickly go and see here. what card it is. You're right. You're right. So let's move on, unless you guys have something else to talk about. Nope. Nope. We good. We're good. Okay. This this is the last card, isn't it? Last card, guys. Um, this is actually for the exotic. Dawning ship, the Amnestia S2. Uh, the flavor text reads, The Dawning Welcomes Everyone. Evil Avante. For the last three weeks, the Guardian had been camping in a rusted out shipping container far off the main pathways that are always buzzing with sparrows. He stays out of the way of other Guardians, and if he can't do that, he keeps his helmet on. Always. All he has to his name is some beat-up gear, a ring, and a silk sheet. Those are the things he woke up with. He wears the ring on a chain and keeps the sheet as a comforting reminder of something he can't remember. Sometimes he wears it draped over his shoulder. The fabric is so fine that it makes him think about the place he must have come from before this life and how much nicer it is than where he is now. He spends his days alone. Other guardians are an unpredictable source of pain and confusion, and they see him the same way. Some react to him with outright hostility. Others are overcome by some personal and unexplained grief. He doesn't know why. That was the most painful lesson of being reborn. It's better to be alone. So he's always alone now, except for his ghost. One night, he sits with his head against his knees and listens to the distant snaps of gunfire. He hasn't seen anyone in about a week, but he can hear them. Somehow, that makes the loneliness worse, more potent. Did you know, his ghost says, bright but gentle, the purple glint of his shell reflects the half-light outside the crate, that in the last city, they are celebrating. They call it the dawning. It is a celebration of friendship and hope and warmth. The guardian keeps his eyes closed and forces down his bitterness. The silence lingers between them, heavy and filled with unsaid things, until his ghost gently bumps his shoulder. To feel good, they say to each other, happy dawning. Still, the guardian says nothing, and his own silence makes him sick with himself. His ghost has never doubted him, never doubted anyone, really. He is a well of relentless optimism. And as infuriating as that is, it's also heartbreaking and comforting and a relief 
The Guardian is not going to be the one to disappoint. There's been too much disappointment in this life already. Happy dawning, he says. So, spoiler alert, that was pulled pork. And I know. We all know this. Why are you looking at me like I'm the last one to figure this out? The first time I read this, I sent you like a a barrage of angry text messages screaming about how I hate this so much. Are we going to have this argument right now? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how your hatred of pulled pork didn't end your relationship. But honestly... I, no, I just want to comment on, see, for me, I've always hated Aldrin, but actually after reading this card, I think you have to look at it in a slightly different light. Mm-mm. We, okay, if you're going to take emotion out of it, you you see it in a different light. As far as like, so, so yes, if you're someone who hates Aldrin and you're always going to hate Aldrin, there's no change in that. Let's get real. I mean, that's why he, he literally sees some of these people who just outright are just like ready to just be done with him, right? But I know yep. there are some people who said we're going to have to see what he's like when he comes back. And at this point, he's not he's that so snarky, sad. whiny, annoying person you want to punch in the face. He's like a orphan child who has no parents. Nobody loves him. I mean, he's Annie without the the sunny you know, Without the, the, the bright, the bright red sunny girls in the musical numbers. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? As far as what we see, he doesn't have any memory. <laughs> he's not being a dick, for lack of a better word. And he's literally cuddling the sheet that he was buried with as his only, like, comforting, like, blanket. So mm-hmm. at this point, I am viewing him as a clean slate like I would any other guardian. But yes, this is definitely can bring some. Uh, can we've had a we had a nice nice discussion about um, Aldrin in, in our Discord one day. And, I wouldn't um, say nice. Yeah. was the appropriate word. <laughs> it was very aggressive <laughs> yeah, and hostile. Yeah, it wasn't very nice. No, it was. I thought it was mean. nice because there we got a lot, lot of. of uh, I think yours and um, not ours a, and some other people's points were great. Well, I was going to say it was very hostile. I, <laughs> She was, but I mean, I'm talking about, sorry, not that everyone there was nice, but just like our <laughs> conversation. It was a good conversation. You know, because, because I think uh, Not Arf actually made a really, really good point. I know mean, we were talking about that, you know, he can't just get away with without being, I think I even said that he would require some sort of like punishment for what he did kind of thing. And Not Arf specifically, I think, mentioned that he's literally already served a death sentence. He was literally killed for his crime of killing Cade. And so we really would view this as a complete different person in the same way being risen for the first time is like a newborn baby if nobody ever i mean he doesn't he's probably not even going to go by aldrin unless we specifically tell him that but heck he might start calling himself something else and we'll be like no you're aldrin yep and it's gonna be like no i'm bob I'm fred bob yeah oh my god both said bob oh my god <laughs> you know what i'm saying though i'm really <laughs> curious to see um, if he names himself first, because at this point, nobody's been like, oh, I hate you because you're and explained anything to him. He's just like, uh, I know everyone hates me, but I don't know why. I'm waiting for someone to tell him what he did Yeah, and, and see what his point, reaction is. Right. But not Orchid, because Orchid would just shoot his ghost. 
I would shoot his ghost. I would destroy his ghost, and then I would push him off a cliff. Or I would kill his ghost and then make him live out his days in the forest by himself, and then he'd die because he doesn't know how to take care of himself. Pulled pork did nothing wrong. Pulled pork rezzed our mortal enemy. Pulled pork did everything wrong. He's the worst ghost because he's so stupid. He doesn't. Clearly, he had something he was going off of. We don't really know what, but. No. Absolutely not. Ghosts are evil. Pulled pork is evil. Kill pulled pork. I will say that I never really thought about it until you said that, though. But when we think about Aldrin as a character, it is kind of impressive what he can actually do. Um, I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's a pretty accomplished individual. He was one of the first living, like, flesh beings. Well, no, Cabal. Sorry. He was one of the first in the um, Black Garden. Definitely the first Awoken. Uh, so that's pretty badass right there. And even though Killing Cade was, like, horrible, but he did kind of amass a full-on army and, like, save his quote-unquote sister, even though it wasn't actually his sister. Look at, so if we're talking look about, like, at, look at, ghosts... Look at Orchid's face. She's very unamused. I'm just talking about the fact that if ghosts are looking for some type of qualities, I can see why the ghost might have thought that he could make a good guardian. If you turned on, if you started him with a fresh personality, because his personality is definitely a. It's like one of my friends said about Kona. She's super cute, but her personality could use some work. (laughs) I I will give I'll give them this. Um, I don't dislike Aldrin as much as I dislike pulled pork. (laughs) That doesn't even make sense. Because pulled pork is the one... No, pulled pork is the one that did this. Like, screw that guy. Well, remember, like I said, he's looking at qualities, not personality or past look, actions or anything. Look. Because we literally have people like Cyril being rezzed and the Don Quixote card, where they were rezzed not for their beautiful characteristics, but for some other quality. So, maybe he truly had great guardian qualities. But guys, but guys my ghost rezzed me. So clearly they're not all making great decisions. I'm well, wondering how he's going to be now without his sister. Like, Yeah, that's another him. thing. Poor guy was manipulated his whole life. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I'm yeah. wondering like once since Mara is gone now, yeah. at least apart from if, him. Oh, yeah. Like, if his personality goes back him, to how it was before, I'm then we'll all help you, you shoot him. Because, to to <laughs> I mean, if you remember in Mara Sana, like back when he was actually like a child. He used to be like really kind and caring. He and was, loving. yeah, he was kind and caring and he was smart yeah. and funny. He was kind of funny, and he would just like get into like he was bar kind fights of and be and, chill. Like, and he was just like that like silly little brother, and like getting into foolishness. And then Mara was like, yeah. "Now I'm gonna All make right. you my murderer." With your crazy sister, who's gonna <laughs> live outside in space for weeks on end, you know, listening to the guys. Darkness. We need to uh, everyone mark this down. That is the most positive thing you guys will ever get from Orchid about Aldrin, basically, probably ever. He killed Cade, and I'm still (laughs) upset about that. Don't get me wrong. It's been over a year. It's been over a year, and I'm not. I mean, as far as that act, I totally blasted him in the face. I pulled the trigger repeatedly, but like now that he's really hurt, once he was, and then then honestly, when I knew that he was turning into a guardian, I was ready to go at him again. But after some thought and the fact that he seems to be not a complete prick. I'm willing to give him a chance. I'm not going to be fighting side by side with him. 
plot to save like the dreaming city or anything quite yet but <laughs> maybe well eventually there i think bungie is going to be smart the fact that they they literally made well maybe not everyone was happy but they made it in a way that if you chose to kill aldrin you got that story if you didn't petra pulled the trigger um you know some people don't like the whole idea that we went for revenge anyway but like they kind of played that thing you know player choice so i think when they introduce they're not going to like force us to be his best friend full on or you're going to have someone like orchid who's going to be like i can't believe this 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 is this is totally <laughs> i can't get into character right now i think they're going to try to like ease him in slowly all right i i think he'll end up being like the big catalyst that'll like help us against the darkness if he'll help us break the curse on the dreaming city that he like started yeah. That would be good, like, penance, mm -hmm. I suppose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and that would redeem for the, him. Well, for the Dreaming City portion, I don't think you can Kate redeem Cade unless he figures out yeah. how to go to the Deepstone yeah. Crypt and bring Cade back, but... Yeah. But Cade didn't want to be brought back. Because the minute you bring Cade back, it's yeah. not going to be the he same definitely anyway. doesn't want to be Seven. Yep. Nope. Cade nope. Seven doesn't sound right. As he I'd said. I'd be down for it. Seven's a good number, though. <laughs> yeah, I would be down for it, too. Now, the one thing I wanted to point out, going back to the card, when he talks about other Guardians, um, some react to him with outright hostility. Or, uh, sorry, others are overcome by some personal and unexplained grief. He doesn't know why. So that's literally... He's only seeing their emotions being acted against him, and they're not explaining anything. So he is literally a clean slate. Yeah, I mean, I think what we've talked about before about Guardian's Remembrance, you know, we speculated about Aldrin, and I think this, like, clarifies that he's got nothing. He truly is reset. I mean, literally some emotion yep. he's literally tied to the stuff he came back with and which was hold up he has a ring am i correct a sheet a ring and some yes. of gear. what is the ring is that some type of signet ring or is that, is his, that his sister's i'm wondering if it's his signet ring or his sister's ring thinking. or something for like the royal family or kind of thing. i mean who who buried him i tim petra well i wonder i was if, thinking petra, petra because him? i mean he didn't really get the you know the the fanciest burial. It looks like it was kind of like. So Petra wanted to kill him well, and thinking, then bury him. I guess as a favor to maybe, his maybe. But the way I thought the way he was kind of buried, it wasn't like necessarily honorable, but it was at least he was put Dignified. to rest, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I I feel like the fact that he came back exactly what he was wearing. I think she didn't like touch him. She didn't like put him in a nice funeral. You know, like robe or anything like that. He's literally wearing his gear, his same ring, and she just draped a sheet over him. So I feel like it's kind of just like that is just what he always wore. Like, so I was assuming it was some type of signet ring. Yeah, I agree. Yep. I kind of want to go back and look at um, screen caps from like our final, I guess, mm. like cutscene with him. Just so I can see, like, what the ring looks like if it's actually on. Yeah, his I forget hands now. I never really paid attention to that. Because we do. I mean, when he has the the shard of the traveler in his hands, yeah. like we should be able to For see sure his hands. Definitely no see both his hands. Wearing a ring, unless he's got gloves. I think. 
Yeah, but a lot of people wear rings over gloves. I want to say he's got, like, finger gloves or something like that now. Jeez, I never really paid attention. The hand design. Yeah, I'm sorry. During those cutscenes, even though Mara's creepy looking, I'm still usually watching her, so. <laughs> That's because she's hot. I'm aware. Oh, Me and Elemis had this conversation the other night. I... <laughs> Why was I not in this conversation? It's in our private Discord. I'd let her mess me up fun time. Minus. Ugh. Before you were a host. No, it was last night during raid. Oh. I need to do shout outs because I All right. I think, yeah, I think we're done. Failing. I mean, I don't think we yeah. swayed Orchid, but that was the nicest I think she's ever been. <laughs> no, you swayed me a little bit that I don't hate Aldrin. I hate pulled pork. My All of my hatred is focused on yes, pulled Yes, I mean, pork, I, I think I can. I can agree with you there. <clears throat> it was like 70-30 pulled pork to Aldrin hatred, and now it's like 100% pulled pork. It is true. You're is, right, you though, know, because technically Aldrin died. He got his punishment, and he didn't ask to come back. So we, mm -hmm. I can I can side with you. I know Elemist doesn't understand your hate of pulled pork, or at least... <laughs> He's making this face right now. He it. looks super disappointed in me. And I can see it both like on yeah. my computer and what? in real but life. I, I, can see, I can kind of computer. relate to her how, why pulled pork could have some blame. He might have had some great merit as a guardian, but, you know, he, the ghost could have rezzed a, a new Cyril, the ghost hunter, you know? Well, and, like, as f it, th that's an that's a, a argument for <laughs> another right. time. <laughs> After you, we uh, stop recording and you guys time. argue about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh. I'm going to end up sleeping on the couch tonight because he's going to be like, you were so mean about pulled pork. It's okay. Can't even sleep Orca, here. Don't worry. Yeah. Just start talking about Savathun and how that is Elemist's true queen. Oh. No. <laughs> no. No. All right. Mrs. No. Ivan, are you ready to take us out then? I think we've broke Elemist. I am. All right. Elemist, you got shout outs? Uh, shout out to our new host. Orchid. I was going to say the pretty girl. girl. <laughs> Yay! Because she's, she's been putting up with my sorry butt for a while. Yeah, since last Friday. It's been yeah. Look, I really haven't heard I you feel like most people know, but yeah, so... if you don't, the reason our audio has been a little weird is because like, they're sitting across from each other right now. Yeah, we're in the same feed. Usually, Usually it's, it's other separate. sides of the country, so. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Today it's one mic. Two hosts, one mic. <laughs> we all have the same reaction. As she was saying it, her reaction said it all. <laughs> oh, God. And I take it She back. sounded like she wanted to stop, but she I'm couldn't. I'm sorry. As she said it, you could just see it the wash across her face. Oh, my God. Just like... Two hosts, one no, that's, bar. That's the, now Orchid's the color of her hair. Oh, wow. She's gotten really... No! <laughs> oh. What, what else you got, Elemist? <laughs> uh, shout out to Duck. Dissolute Duck. Um, he got <laughs> really drunk one night. This and is the night we got home. This is last Friday. Yeah, he got really drunk. Hopped in a, a, a voice chat with us. 
and then had us switch to a video chat. Much love to you, man. Yeah, he's going to leave it there. It. Yeah. All right, well then, uh, once again, I'll shout out <laughs> the community for having us back for uh, another year after a little, bit of, a little bit of a break and for us uh, getting our feet wet back in the uh, podcast schedule. Um, of course, shout out to all the hosts and also to um, Nadar for still putting up with us and Duck for joining and uh, helping out the team. So thank you, everyone. And I'll leave it. Oh, an Ishtar Collective because Elemis forgot. Oh! oh! <laughs> I was trying to tell you over oh, the no, laptop really quietly so it didn't pick up my voice. But you ignored me. Uh, it's all good. Mrs. Hyman. It's fine. Um, I want to. Yeah, shout out to my hosts for just being the family that I choose. And I love you guys. You're amazing. Um, shout out to our community for being the extended family that I choose. You guys are also awesome. Um, special shout out to Joey. Uh, I know this time of year it's rough for you. Uh, I reached out to you personally, but I also just want everyone in the community to send love to him. It's it's a rough time of year, but he's made it through. And 2020 is going to have big things for you, man. I just know it. Your turn. My turn. <sighs> um, thank you for making me a regular host. That was <laughs> very unexpected. Um, go back and listen to our last episode. There's a lot if you of blushing know involved. How it happened. <laughs> I was very much taken aback. Really, like, you played it off so well. Like I've been waiting for this. Like I knew this I was didn't. coming. <laughs> No, I was just like super shocked and uh, was very unexpected. So uh, we'll see <laughs> how this goes. Um, everybody in my lab quit, so it's just me. So we'll see like how good I'm gonna be to record every weekend. I think, I think you did just fine. I might be the the regular host, but once in a while. That's true. And heck, we sometimes end up we see, end up sometimes go. end up uh, a little late in the recording anyway. So. We got to move it back. We can. Yeah. yeah. Or switch the days. We We're will. flexible. Yeah. Well, the, the cool thing is but if we do um, end up getting like a, a nicer schedule, we could stream more of them. But um, we're going to wait until we, we find out yeah. how Orchid can fit in best. Because remember, other side of the country, she's, you know, getting off of work and we're mm. fooling around. That sounds bad. Sounds really bad. Yeah. Um... I guess also shout out to the Red Jacks Network, uh, part of Shaq's motivation. There is a bunch of guardians who stepped up to help answer a lot of tweets um, that um, Cole can't possibly answer all of them because she's very busy. So there's about 30 or 20 of us right now that are answering them. Um, so please be kind to your Red Jacks Network people. I have questions. Because we're also guardians. <laughs> yeah, not right now. Jeez Louise. I just want to know all the deets, just about what's going on. I'll tell you all yeah. about it later. The deets. Um, it's uh, it's guardians helping guardians. It's trying to bring goodness into 2020. So just offering that little bit of support and the little ear to listen and the shoulder to cry on and warm hugs. That sounds awesome. Well, sweet. Well, yeah. something good to plug, Just too. Just people to, to support other people. 
Yeah. So um, if you guys go and follow Shaq's Motivation on Twitter, it's at Shaq's Motivation. Um, you know, hit up your Red Jacks. Say hi. We're always there to listen and talk to. DMs are always open. So thank you, everybody. Well, yeah, I think that's it then, huh? For being good people. Oh, yeah. Thank you, uh, Beard Grizzly, actually. Shout out to him. He was very supportive and made me feel a lot better about doing this. Yeah, man. Podcasting or podcasting, lore podcasting. Also, he's just Well, you're super fun. She's just doing all kinds of cool <laughs> Destiny projects, man. She's a busy lady. And she runs a whole tree search lab by herself, yeah. so. <laughs> She's such a great and she is the crucible she literally said so earlier so i mean <laughs> how fitting that you're working with shaq's motivational I'm not the crucible. <laughs> i have a lot of crucibles yeah, i collect crucibles i think we have to end on that and use so, them so so, so when they hold up or when they they have a new shader yeah they hold it up against your face yeah Oh, are you just going to compare it to how red my face is right now? The blushing so orchid. Mean. I'd We're wear that so shade all the time. Why am I Mrs. Hyvin, I think you got to take us out on <laughs> orchid <laughs> runs the crucible. Obviously. All right, guys. Final and reminders. And she makes all the shaders. Oh, um, yeah, those are our first. Um, hit us up on Twitter at guardians <laughs> underscore lore. Send us an email, guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Leave us a review and join our Discord so you can have daily fun like this with us all the time from morning to night. It's cray. And there are a lot of other awesome people in there as well. So, yeah, that's about it. Um, yeah. Everyone say their goodbyes so I can say my bum bums. All right. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye. Bum, bum, bum. Bye. Okay. Ready? You guys ready? Everyone ready? Ready? Right. On one. Like, as I say one. So after I say two, get ready to Don't clap. Don't even say one. Just three, two. Who? Three, two. Good enough. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. You know what? Just do it. It's fine. It's just this is the recording now. This is we. This is all it. right. Everybody, shut the f up. I don't even know where. It I've got show notes. I feel like I should be recording this background in Skype in case this fails. I don't feel confident. <laughs> all right, let's we go did it for last it. time. Yeah, but I had a backup recording last time. Just in Which case. we didn't use. We did not. Where did you background record it? Because we were streaming it. We recorded it at your mom's house. So have a backup. Here, but we also well, we didn't. Anybody so, we did up, a fine job last time. This time we're struggling a little bit, but it's okay. We'll get. Okay, everybody, this. shut up. I think it was because shut last up. time we were being like we were streaming watched. in front of people and we were being watched. We were professional. So we had to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were very professional. This time we're just like a bunch of jackholes and it's Thursday night and no one knows what's going on. And I've not had dinner. I just had cheese. Like it was leftover. So you had dinner. Then. All I had was hell of a good I dip just and ate potato cheese. chips. That's all I had. It's fine. Yours was at least more protein than mine. Right? Okay, everyone shut up. I'm going to do this now. All right. You got this.
And everybody's got the show notes. Okay, Elamist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you said so. <laughs> okay. Shut up the wheel. I got this. Shh. Shut up the what? Wheel? Shut up for real. Oh. No, for real. <laughs> Shut your wheel trap. Wheel of cheese? No. People. This is fine. Just start. Go. Do the thing. Okay. Nervous. Oh, yeah. I should, like, mute <clears throat> my phone. You're fine. The dogs are running laps behind me right now. That's why I'm so. holding on to the cat because he's going to run laps, too. <laughs> We're going to, um... Wait. <laughs> Distracting. I got like a big old whiff of poo. Maybe go clean it then. Why don't you go clean it? I'm posting. Because I clean up every time. That's not true. Remember when I almost vomited the other day? He hates me. Poo poo for you, God. mommy. I love you. He's like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I love it. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but he also just screamed that it's giant. Oh, man. Oh, I tweeted a selfie of me and Toki. That's probably why she had zoomies. Yeah. She always gets zoomies. Callie, did you have some zoomies from your poopies? (laughs) Yeah, you did. Did you have big poopies? (laughs) She gets the zoomies after she takes a large poo. Elemis just promised me we're going to go back to edited... All this foolishness, please go at the end. Not live recording style all the time. Oh, yeah. No, th- this this is going to be my usual stuff. Okay. People can only handle the live craziness for the streams every once in a while. We have to keep a, what did I say, an, an air of professionalism, even if it's not true. Meh. A veneer. Anyway, a thin veneer of mm-hmm. professionalism. Very thin yeah. veneer. Very mm-hmm. thin. Sorry, yes. Uh, redhead played too. Nope. See, you've already ruined it. Was that not the other good part? Redhead? No. Yeah. It's just yeah. you already you I'm said. Edit! He doesn't go by on any. Hold on. I clapped I for an edit. I think he's actually working on change. Anyways, I'm going to try that okay. over. Okay. It's still being recorded, yeah. so. Yeah. Which she said. It'll be fine. Although that was really lined with sass, but I liked it. Anyways. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey what are you guys doing on the fact that Kona just ran away with it makes, didn't look like a sock though so I'm going to let it go that's going to be rough <laughs> oh my god babe it's the llama's hat I do not know where they've had that hiding this whole time okay don't worry about it oh alright my question is why does your llama have a hat and why do your dogs well, have the toy it? came. Why don't your llamas have hats? <laughs> the llama came with a hat and a blanket on it, because and the hat was pretty easily removable. I only have alpacas in this house. We're not a llama <sighs> household. Actually, I don't know. That one might have been an alpaca. It may have been an alpaca, honestly. It's, it's hard to tell hard when to it's in a dog stuffed. Alpaca everything <laughs> it ripped up. ripped off its head. <laughs> why was I thinking the same thing? I already made alpaca. that joke with my nail polish when I was wearing alpaca my bags. <laughs> Don't high-five each other over your cameras. That's disgusting. <laughs> They're in the same room. Ugh. These people. And their new love. Anyways. So <clears throat> gross. Over here at the Hyven household, we've been married for almost three years, and we're arguing over our dog's poop. 
<laughs> Love. It's not really an argument there, it's just fact. It's so large. <laughs> the ingredients are obtained by performing certain tasks, such as killing high Wait or getting second. sword kills. Did you just continue right on with that sentence? She did. <laughs> Remember when you used to start over? <laughs> I'm just trying to power through. Okay, I'm going to start over. I'll start over. <laughs> Who's anonymous ferret right now? Did you put shooty shoots in, Orchid? No. All right. You can't prove it. It's an anonymous <laughs> ferret. This show note around? says... You're gonna, you need to start throwing those in there more. I like that. What? Oh, that the show note says it? You don't even re You went from freestyling to then she was like, I'm just going to read the show notes for about <laughs> 10 episodes. And now she's like, now I'm going to let you know which each what each individual line says, just so you know I'm on topic and not straying too far. <laughs> hey, the show note did not say anything about having people on the edge of their seat. I added that in all by myself because I am just so good You're at a um, professional. Improvising? What's it called? Yeah. Improv. Yeah. <laughs> you really improvise. Improvisationally. <laughs> you do good. Really came up with that one right away. <laughs> okay. Don't forget, guys. We are recording on a Thursday night, and some of us do have work tomorrow. <laughs> we don't. We're driving to go up and see Flavin uh, in a different state. It's going to be a long I'm, drive. I'm, I'm together. I'm so excited. I got about an hour, so I don't want to rush mm. you. Take it away, Elmas. Go, 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 go. Rush, 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 rush. Ooh, did you wrap that in um, cheese and cheese. then dip it in nacho cheese? She wrapped it in cheese the one time. Yes. I know, and then it was recommended that she should dip it in nacho cheese after. Now she has cheesy Cheeto fingers. Yeah, I just these. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know what you guys just had, but I just watched Mrs. Hyven wipe her nose 15 times on repeat. <laughs> did anyone did her, that camera just did some craziness? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, that was Mrs. Hyven herself. Yeah, she's just blowing her nose yeah. that hard right I'm now. I'm just like going that hard. Gotta get ready for this card. Yes. It's when the video connection goes down. The audio is still being recorded. I mean, yeah, everyone else can to. hear. It's just I, I'm just blankly no, like. No, no, I can't hear either when it goes down. Okay, yeah, we can't gotcha. hear you. I'm sure some, the, well, the, like the audience can hear the you, but we're just kind of like. <laughs> good point. Yeah, that was a great point. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm assuming you no, said that there was, there was something about him knowing Eva as a little girl. What it is, yeah. um, or what it's on, but I, for some reason, I remember. A line about Saint Fourteen knowing Ava when she was young. I don't, I don't really know. remember the only, that one personally, like, but one I can think of is I'm like gonna keep when looking for it. Drifter loved that little girl, boy or whatever. I'm gonna yes, keep you're looking not crazy. That did happen. <clears throat> All right. Hold on, I'm tweeting Orchid back. Yeah, I'm oh, aware. No. You guys are very distracting. <laughs> you guys are aware. You could talk to each other here, right? No, we're, we're talking about we're talking Cheeto about fingers and eggnog is, smells. 
we're not allowed to talk so. about this on the podcast because you said that we only get one distraction per car. This is why you guys just need to, like, used. just hang out and I feel like you guys just, like, are just waiting we did the other day in the party. Yeah. We're hanging out right That's now. She said Twitter, that she thought you it. didn't like her because you're always frowning. <laughs> no, po- for me, podcast is, like, more like, it's like a business kind of thing, you know? No, even when I started crying, he was like, you know, he was like, that's why I love these cards, because, like, they make people feel like that. That's why I like to take them seriously. <laughs> I don't like to distract. Which is a total, like, legitimate point, and I love you. And that's right, Orchid. You did it to yourself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's I didn't troll myself if I like it. That's not trolling. That's just enjoying <clears throat> oh the You smell. bought it to troll other people, and I... now you're trolling yourself with eggnog and Cheetos all scent right, all up in your now, face. Now you guys are talking about stuff that nobody listening to this podcast <laughs> knows what you're talking about. So Actually, that's not true because Joey, Joey is tweeting with us right yeah, now. Joe, yeah. Okay, so. but let's not make this too inside, <laughs> inside joke kind of thing. It's not. It's literally public it's not, on Twitter. It's on right Twitter. Now. Uh, people go back and look at. Hey, it's working. All right. Well, can you um, can you link your can you please link this Twitter conversation in the show notes so if somebody's listening to this in six months, they can still find the conversation. Yes. Right. And just drop them right in. Just. Yeah. That's how I want to. Yeah. That's how I want to say that. All right. It's about to be my bedtime. So. I'm getting <laughs> Let's there. Do this thing. I was just about to read, and then you said something. Can you guys hear them? Yeah. Hey, 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 stop it. No. Kona, stop instigating. God dang it, she's cute. I <laughs> to myself. Hey, the dogs are getting louder and louder in the background. Hey! No! No! <laughs> hey! No! Hey! No! Girlies, shut the fuck up. She loves how Mrs. Hyven set it up. Yep. You cut out. All I heard was she loves Mrs. Hyven. I do. That's exactly true. Um. I'm in my recording, but singing while I do it. Stop it right now.